Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of The Thong Show. We're back. It's so exciting. I'm Andy, and I'm here with our wonderful co-hosts and friends. First, we have Eric. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, and Ryan. Hey, guys. Thanks for coming back and joining us. I just first want to thank everyone who listened to our first episode, and you guys are loving it, and that's amazing. Who knew that there would be so much enthusiasm for a podcast all about thongs? But here we are. So it's exciting, and thank you again for listening. And tonight's topic comes from one of our listeners who provided some feedback, so we love that. Tonight we're going to talk about our firsts, our thong firsts, and we've got some different categories, and we'll share our stories, and we're just going to have a fabulous time. So to kick it off, we're going to dig right in with our first in-store thong purchase. And as I was preparing for this, I began thinking about like younger thongers out there may actually have never purchased a thong in a store. Um, Those of us who are like pre-internet shopping days, we actually had to go into stores and purchase them. For those in this age bracket, or maybe there's still some of you who are out shopping around and looking around in stores, um, you know, when we're not quarantined, we'll talk about those first thong experiences and our purchases. So we will kick it off with Eric. Eric, tell us about your first shopping experience for thongs. What did you buy? Where did you get it from? Were you nervous, excited? Share it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there was a whole mixture of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I, I just remember, I, I think I first started noticing um, thong underwear when I was in high school. And just to kind of give you a frame of reference, that was late 90s, early 2000s. But, you know, I was still in my teens. And obviously, when you're in high school, you tend to fit that norm. So I think at the time, it was boxer briefs. You know, Mm. didn't have any worries. Certainly wasn't a boxers kind of guy. But then I realized that, you know, I want to try these because, one, I think they're sexy. And two, they just look so much more appealing than just those ugly, loose-fitting boxer briefs from like Hanes or Fruit of the Loom. Mm-hmm. So I just, I would always see different styles of underwear, uh, string bikinis, thongs that, you know, uh, your stores like Ross, Marshalls, Walmart actually used to carry a brand of thongs back in the day. Oh, yeah. Life, same thing with Kmart. But my first ever purchase was from, it was a pack of DVD thongs from Target. <gasps> they were they did and i i I remember i i would always see them because i'd always go in the clothing section and then one day i finally said screw it like i'm gonna pull the trigger and i put them in my shopping cart and i made my way out on the way to the checkout i shit you not my heartbeat was just pounding out of its chest i i was nervous i was terrified I would just try to throw everything on the um, the the checkout area, and I even try to put stuff over it so nobody behind me would see it. And I was just half expecting the um, cashier to be like, "Oh, you're buying me," and just make it extremely awkward. But yes. without batting without batting an eye, she just scanned it, threw it in the bag, and you know, I just I made a big deal of nothing. And first thing I did when I get home 
was I didn't care about anything else I bought. <laughs> it was like a four it was like a four or five pack for like ten bucks. And there was nothing great about it, but they were really well fitting, a really nice cut, nothing too big, nothing too small. But I, I fell in love with it right away. And I and after that I think I bought two or three more packs just for like the different because they did have a solid pair and then they had one with prints. So I made sure that I <laughs> I had every color, every print that they had. And yeah, so that was my first experience buying them. And then e- even then, like after that, I would go to other stores to buy some of their brands. And I, I still panicked. It, w- it was still, you know, a little taboo when I was still kind of in the closet myself. So the last thing I wanted to do was draw attention by buying, you know, men's songs. But, uh, you know, here we are now and we're doing a podcast about it. Brian, look at that growth. <laughs> do you do you it. still have them? Do you still have no, them? sadly I don't. Um, I was gonna say those would be some like major collectors' items. I, I've always I've always looked like on eBay or you know just online to see if if you know somebody purchased them and then you know are now selling them or if BBD even I don't even know if they make underwear anymore to be honest. BBD went out of business. Yeah, and well, so, actually they were absorbed by. I think they were absorbed by Hanes. A shame. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember they, they were well-fitting and yeah, they were my first and memorable songs. Had a lot of experiences with those. <laughs> oh, such a good trip down memory lane. Ryan, how about, how about you? Um, let's see. I think, I think my first pair that I ever had, they came from Target. They were Jake Taylor. Let's see. They were an XL. I actually talked about this in my my brief talk, my underwear story. But they were a Jake Taylor. They were, I think, they were XL from Target. I guess I I didn't actually buy them. My mom was buying me new underwear, and I saw them, and I found a just whatever open pack I could. And I put I took one and I put it into the package with my other underwear and. Went to check out, you know, no, no problem. Got them home, realized they were XL because I didn't even look at the, the uh, tag on them. But that was incredibly thrilling. After that, that was probably in May, and I asked for a handheld sewing machine so that I could sew them back together, or so that I could sew them so I could uh, I could wear them. And then for Christmas, I got that sewing machine, and I had no instructions, and so I was never actually able to put it together. But I always loved, you know, pulling it on, and and it was way too big for me. This was probably I'd have to say like age eleven that I wow. that I that I got those, but my, so that was, that was my first thong. The next time I got a thong, I'm fairly sure that it was from Macy's. It was a poppy brand thong. I, I ordered it online, actually. Ordered online. I got it. I absolutely loved it. I wore it all the time. That was probably, it was after I had a, a bank card. So it had to have been age 16. I know that I didn't wait hardly any time at all in order, like, before being able to, like, go and buy my own underwear. And I had, I mean, I, I got a car for my 16th birthday, and so I was mobile, and that was awesome. So, yeah, I loved them. I I always wanted to wear them to school. I had a secret box at the top of my closet. Never actually wore them to school, but it was awesome. 
I I would go home and lock my door and wear them in my, and wear them in my room. And then sometimes I would get, I would get really risky and like wear them out of my room. Oh, my friends. Wow. I wore them to to work once. That was fun. Oh, I like it. I do remember the Jake Taylor brand. um, And I think those came out. Those came out shortly after the BBDs, and they were very similar in terms of the style and the colors. Right. Um, and I think I did purchase a pack of those, but they just, they didn't fit the same. Right. Did hmm. I, hmm, you know what? That's, so Dick Taylor was the first ones. The poppy ones were not my first, because I would ride my GoPed at a motorized scooter, and there was a Kmart four miles away. <laughs> I would rode I rode my GoPed scooter and this Kmart had Joe Boxer brand thongs. Either Joe Boxer or Fruit of the Loom. They carried both. And they had they had these bins that all the underwear in the bin was twenty five cents or fifty cents. What? Yeah. And so I would I would dig through there and like find I found a thong. I mean there they had tons of thongs in there, but I would dig and find my favorite one and I'd go and buy it for a quarter and take it home and put it. I, that was the first time I actually got to wear them. So I'm going to take back and say I was probably 13 when I got my first one I could actually wear. Oh. So yeah. I think we need stores to bring back the quarter bit of thongs. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was Kmart. Even, Kmart's closed. Yeah, even, well, that's probably why, right? Like, <laughs> even if we adjusted for inflation, like, a $2 bin. Like, where is the oh, store yeah. like that these days? <laughs> so it's fun because both of your stories kind of have some overlap with me as well. I'll tell you my first song, I'll use purchase loosely. Um, and then my actual first purchase. So, stole. Yes. <laughs> so it's my dirty little secret. I told my stealing story. I know. So again, our stories kind of overlap. It was a Kmart. So I was <laughs> 16. I just got a car. I could drive. I drove to the next town because I didn't want to be seen. <laughs> and I went into Kmart. And obviously, like, I knew that they were there. Every time I had passed through the aisles, like, I felt that special tingle walking by. And so I took, like, a pack into the fitting room under a bunch of other clothes I was going to try on. And I just tried one on and I just kind of, you know, went on. Let me tell you though, the guilt, I was riddled with guilt for like months and I actually snuck it back into the store eventually because I felt so bad about this. Fast forward. <laughs> I know, I know. So I washed it. <laughs> yes, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> and you know, in retrospect, like what, Obviously, once it was gone, like, they're not going to do anything um, about it. And, you know, me taking it back, it's going to end up, like, discarded somewhere. But I felt much better with myself that I had, you know, undone my wrong. Now, my first actual purchase was a Poppy brand one. For those in the Midwest, you may remember a chain that just went out of business called Gordman's. They were similar to, like, a TJ Maxx, Marshalls-type place. And this was like a decade ago, um, because I had this big gap in between like, you know, during my college years and trying to figure my life out sort of thing where I didn't wear thongs. But I remember I would go in and I'd like cruise around the store and just make sure no one else was around the underwear section. 
And then I would go in, pick out what I wanted. And then I would purchase other things. So when I got to the checkout, it wasn't just me and a thong or two. It was like me and a thong and five other random things. Because somehow in my mind, I thought that that would like hide, like the other things would hide what I was purchasing. And similar to Eric, like I thought that the cashier might make a big deal out of it, which they never did. But yeah, that was my first actual purchase. And I was nervous. I was excited. It was all the feelings and it was great. It was great. Gordman's actually used to, I remember Gordman's and they built a bunch of them in Utah right before they closed. Like they spent all this money and less than a year later they closed. But Gordon's sold poppy brand thongs um, for a long time. They also used to sell Intimo thongs and uh, ma- not magic silk. Uh, winter winter silks. They sold yeah, those. They, they sold them there too. They had a pretty decent men's thong game yeah. going on. Oh, I was yeah. impressed. And, and even like yes. And in recent years, like TJ Maxx and Marshalls and Ross. We, I mean, the last times I've looked, I kind of gave up because I was never finding anything. Right. They've seemed to gone more towards the boxer brief end, but Gordman's still had them up until the end, I believe. Yeah. So, and not all Gordman's are out of are out of business. They are so here in here in Texas, they converted a a Beals some some people call it Bells to Gordman's. Like for a long time, they had signs up saying mm-hmm. we're converting to a Gordman's. So I think Gordman's owns those, and then now they're opening like smaller versions of Gordman's, less industrial, just clothes. Ah. Well, so. here in the Midwest, they have all gone out of business. Yeah. So yeah, what I've never heard of I'm, it. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm picking up on are all of the stores that I've shopped at have gone out of business. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, everyone. It's because that one thong you stole put him out of business. Yes. yes. (laughs) Kmart's trajectory can be tracked to 1997 (laughs) when I stole a thong. The decline of Kmart. (laughs) Yes. All started by me. Okay, moving on. Topic two. So we we had our first purchase. Let's talk about our first time just wearing one in general, like under your clothes, Maybe it was you obtained one before your first purchase. Maybe your first purchase was that. Ryan, let's start with you. Do you remember the first time that you ever wore a thong? And how did you feel? Um, Are we like wore it in private or out in public? We're going to do private first. Private. Okay. So the first time I wore it in private was was when I when I came home with that Jake Taylor thong and it didn't really fit me so it didn't stay on long but the one from Kmart that I bought I wore it in my room it was very erotic for me I was a late bloomer so it wasn't like I was jerking off or anything but I definitely felt really sexy and I just sort of hung out in my room I think I was playing with Legos just sitting there in my thong I think it was like a like a like a flame like there was red and yellow flames all over it Oh, yes. super mask. <laughs> of course. Totes. Um, and it, it just felt amazing. You know, I, I felt like a, a whole different person. I felt like all my dreams had come true because all I wanted was to wear a thong. Yes. Yeah. I love this. So I, yeah, I, I get all those feelings too. Eric, what about you? 
Um, sorry, my I kept I kept hitting an unhitting the mute button. So, well, yeah. So my first time wearing it would would have been around that same time when I purchased that pack of uh, BVDs. So I'd wear them, you know, kind of like Ryan said, like you know, mostly to myself in my room. But every once in a while, like I would wear it, you know, going out with my friends. Um, e- even though like there was really never any risk of my underwear being exposed. Um, right. I just kind of always had that fear in the back of my head, like, Oh, well, what if I bend over and bam, there it is. But yeah, that, that was really the first time wearing it. And I felt really good. I actually did start wearing them to school, um, which Ooh. is, which is, um, kind of a, another first there as well. So I actually used to do wrestling in high school. And part of that process is the weigh-ins. So they make sure that, you know, you're under the weight class that you're wrestling in. So me, my senior year, I wrestled in, I believe it was 171 weight class, but I weighed like 160 pounds. So there was never any reason for me to not make weight or have to strip down naked just to make weight. But, you know... Every once in a while, I would joke with my uh, the rest of my teammates, like, "Oh, you know, wouldn't it be funny like to weigh in in a thong and just kind of like give that op- opposing team just like that, you know, mind trip and be like, oh, I don't want to touch that guy." Well, you know, eventually they're like, "Oh yeah, Eric, you should totally do that." So I was like, you know, okay, even though like I made it seem like, oh well, you know, now I got to go out and buy a thong, but you know, no and behold, that I actually. <laughs> but I've got a collection of fifty. Let me pull one out. <laughs> had a had a whole bunch at home, so that was that. I actually wore it for weigh-ins, and you know, it was just like stripping down into my underwear, and then get on the scale, and you know, it's like you're you're you didn't have to strip down, like you're not even close to your weight. I was like, I know, and then I just walked away. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I was just wearing this, no big deal. Yeah, and then so that was like my first ever time and wearing it in public but you know back then i, I kind of played it off as a joke but at the same time like deep down i was like that felt kind of good it does feel good <laughs> my first time was you know pre kmart obtaining of the thong i would only wear it at home in my room and only when nobody else was home why i don't know but that that's what i did and i it was always really exciting, and I loved the feeling of it, but I was still riddled with the guilt of how I ob- obtained it, so I could never really fully enjoy it. I think that's why I just had to get rid of it. But I also remember like when I started like wearing them more regularly, um, more as an adult, I couldn't wear it for like a full day right away or like wear it to work yet because I would get so excited when I wore one that I just it, it did not work to actually we're out in public, but after I got used to it and wore it around the house a little bit more, it just it became normal, right? It, the excitement dies off a little bit, and there's times I actually miss that, you know, excitement you once had and that thrill. It's like, I still, like, love wearing them. They make me feel great, but, I mean, I'm here sitting talking about them, but there's not that same level of excitement as when I first started. But still one. I used to, so I remember when I was, hmm, I had to have been 10, 9, 
sitting in my fifth grade class and I remember there was this guy that I was, I now as, as an adult, as, you know, an experienced gay man, I realized that I thought he was attractive, but back then I was just so fixated on him and I created this alternate fantasy where, where he wore, he wore thongs, but at that time I didn't know what they were called. So I called them stringers. Oh, and that just like played in my mind that entire day. And oh, it was it was so much fun. I made up a whole story. I couldn't tell you the story of it, but it was it was completely a fantasy of mine. And I didn't own any I didn't own any thongs then, so it was just fun. And I think it also maybe I also was I knew what they looked like because of the life brand at Walmart. The the string bikinis, so maybe that was it. Hmm. I definitely remember that. I definitely remember a time when I didn't know what they were called. Love it. Yeah. Love it. All right. Topic three, first time wearing a thong in public. So, Eric, you kind of touched on it where you wore it in public more as like a joke in like school. What about like your first time in more like your adult life? Mm-hmm. Where did you Where did you wear it? How did you feel? Were you nervous? Oh yeah, I, I that that same feeling that I had when I purchased my first one, all those emotions came flooding back the first time I ever wore it out in public. And I, I think the first time I ever wore a thong to the beach or anything was I think it was um Cinco de Mayo weekend of like uh, two thousand eighteen. I ended up going to West Street Beach with one of my girlfriends. And, you know, because I had heard like, oh, it's, it's a gay beach. So I was like, okay, great. Like, you know, you know, there's probably just more men there won't have uh, a whole lot of issues and come to find out <laughs> there's like two separate sides. So you have like your family side and then there's like a separate side where like your, you know, gay men and to uh, flock to. But I just remember that was my first time and I, I was just terrified because I was worried that people were going to laugh at me or, you know, make jokes or whatever. Cause you know, I, I, I have a lot of uh, body issues myself and uh, tend to take what a lot of people say too seriously, or, you know, even if they're, they're not saying, even if they're just looking like I, I just started getting paranoid, but that was my first time. And then, you know, again, like that fear I had, was completely irrational because nobody said anything. Actually, um, talked to a few random people. Several girls were just like, oh, "I love your swimsuit. Like, I absolutely love the design." I think I was wearing the Vuti Sim thong. It was like black with uh, paint, paint splatters all over it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people were just like, "I love it." Yeah. So I was just like, "Sweet." So I ended up purchasing like a lot more. And then I think shortly after that was. Uh, the good old Thongers weekend. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? First time wearing it in public, right? Yeah. Okay. So first time wearing it in public was at Blue Moon Resort. I was, this is after I went to, I was in college. So I was living in Cedar City. Las Vegas had a gay men's clothing optional hotel resort kind of kind of thing it was a it was a converted like days in i think it's closed now but i went there i bought a day pass and i got to lay out in my thong were you nervous actually you know what i'm thinking 
I I wore it before then. We'll we'll go back to that. I wore the okay. first time the first time I ever wore it in public was in the steam room. I don't know the the sauna at the Steiner Aquatic Center in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, and I remember there was some guys in there, and when I walked in, they laughed, and I was like, "What?" And I was all of seventeen um, at the time. It was a tropical thongs. Um, oh yeah, swim thong, and I was just so excited about it. And then, you know, I, I played it cool and I was definitely very nervous. My heart was beating a hundred miles an hour, but it, it was so exciting to be seen in them. And then I put on a Speedo over them and went out to the jacuzzi. And that was kind of the end of that. But then the second time, like the first time I wore them like outside, you know, by a pool was the was the blue moon resort and they didn't last very long because it's a nude resort. And I was like, I'm just going to be naked. Um, but that was also sort of the same feeling of like my, my heart was beating out of my chest and I was just so excited about like, I finally get to wear a swim thong because I had seen them in, in undergear and international yes. mail for years. And I was like, I just want to do that. I want to do that so bad. I'd never been to California. So never seen the beach. <laughs> So yeah, that was that was kind of my first sort of public, and then definitely very public. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So my first time was also at a clothing optional resort in Palm Springs, and I remember. So here's the thing: I was probably more nervous about wearing the thong by the pool than actually being naked. <laughs> I don't know exactly why, but I feel like everyone else was naked, so that was just like okay. Everyone's doing that, but I was actually going to be standing out and doing something different. So I was a little nervous, but then I kind of looked around after and like nothing had changed. No one was even looking. No one was saying anything. In fact, I was a little upset. Like, oh, no one's looking at this, but it was good. I enjoyed it. It was like the feeling of like the sun hitting your buns. It was just amazing. And it's really hard to go back to any other swimwear. I don't know if I have. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> but then I remember my first time in Puerto Vallarta. It was at a condo we were renting. So it had like a community pool for everyone else who was staying there. So that was the first time I wore one publicly around like a mixed group of straight people, gay people, older younger. I mean, they were all adults and all on vacation, which I think helps. If you're nervous, that would be my advice is do it in like a vacation-y place where people are just more laid back. Yeah. yeah, No one knows you. You'll never see them again. They're all, they're all just there to have fun and let loose. But even there, I zero reaction. I was great. Like that's how it should be. Right. And I think a lot of times the fears that we have in our head, whether it's the fears about wearing it in public, the fear about you know being seen purchasing them, anything like that, the fears in your head are <laughs> probably always worse than the reality. That has been my experience, at least. Always Definitely. keep in mind that nobody is ever going to see you again. Like there, exactly. that is the reality. You know, even on the beach, like you go to a gay beach, you're probably going to see the same people over and over again. I promise you they don't care. <laughs> yeah. And you more than likely, you'll probably, through wearing them, you're going to encourage someone else 
Totally. Because people love them, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my, my reality in that is that, like, I feel very confident wearing a thong at the beach when I used to live. In, I lived in California for many years. And I loved wearing a thong to the beach because I felt like, you know, guys would, would see me in a thong and they'd say, well, he can wear that. You know, I can wear a Speedo or I can wear a, a more skimpy bikini. Um, yes. Sort of like a, a gateway kind of thing. So. Mm-hmm. The thong is a gateway underwear. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> gateway swimwear. I love yeah. it. But it's true. Like, that's the thing. We all love our thongs, but it's not just about that. It's about the fact that we're wearing what we love and hopefully other people see that and they will have the courage then or feel more comfortable wearing whatever it is they want to wear. Because I do not understand people who can truly enjoy wearing long board shorts, especially if you're in the water. Like those things just weigh you down. I don't think anyone wears them comfortably. I think they wear them because they're afraid to wear anything else. Totally. I think that they are sexy. Wear what you want. Mm-hmm. That's that's my like, thing. We have different opinions on that. It's but my I'll let you have it's, your opinion. it's my type. My type of of guy typically wears board shorts, and I, you know, that's kind of a sexy look to me. But I also constantly am like, why is he wearing those? He should wear right. a thong. Exactly. And of course, I imagine what this man looks like in a thong. So right. Well, that there you go. Uh, yes. I can get on board with that. Then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up the show. Thank you guys for being with us. Of course, make sure that you check out the blog, underwearnewsbriefs.com. Sign up for our Patreon. That helps support all of these wonderful podcasts that we do. Make sure that you listen to all of them because we love doing them and we love that you are listening as well. So big thank you to my co-hosts. Ryan, tell us where we can find you online. Uh, I am on Instagram uh, at thongtastic underscore Ryan. I'm on Twitter as thong... I don't remember what my Twitter is. And I'm definitely on Reddit as thong... at thongbro. Awesome. We will check you out there. Eric, where can we find you? Uh, you can all find my shenanigans on Instagram at undiesgeek85. Perfect. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Scruffy Gear. Thanks, guys, for being here. Loved having you. Thank you all for listening. And we will be back with another episode sometime. <laughs> sometime. Soon, preferably. <laughs> yes. <laughs>